You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I am Jordan Liu. I am Jared Liu. Yeah, that was the people's shining hope of Lower Salem. <laughs> I'm Seth. Guys, we're talking two episodes of Riverdale. We got The Hills Have Eyes, There Will Be Blood. Uh, we got we had to keep Jared here because this this these shows are specific to him. Yeah, I'm a bit of a subject matter expert. Here. Yes, we're <laughs> going to be going to you yeah. a lot like here. That. We want some behind the scenes, how this works, the whole mechanisms of everything here. We got, we got freaking mares and twins and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I want to know it's what right the story is. Yeah. So, yeah, Cliff is still having fun in Florida. So we're going to have even more fun talking Riverdale. And this is, guys, it's episode 99. Ooh. This is our 99th episode, so we got something fun planned for the next one. So More Riverdale? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so please stay tuned. We've got something pretty epic in the works for number 100, so we hope you'll wow. come back for that next week. No pressure, Cliff. <laughs> something epic. <laughs> He's somewhere between here and Florida oh. right now, driving <laughs> like, oh, crap. <laughs> Yeah, I've it took nothing. me it took me about a month to do my part, and it's going to take him like twice as long to do his. So yeah. And as always, I'm scared. Yeah, I can't wait. What was the uh, title of the episode, the first episode? Of the, this the week, the Dale? hills have eyes. That was this week's. No. That was the first, okay. last week's. I, that needed to be retitled either Boingo Boingo, or Here <laughs> Here Bang. Or those movie names, because that's all they name them after movie names. I know. Yeah. Maybe the movies you guys watch. <laughs> well, Cliff is very disappointed not to talk about these because oh. he he was hyped about these last couple very. episodes. So. You ought, ought to see your message. Ah, oh, Cliff, super psyched. I hope Disney is worth it because we oh, are gonna. Yeah, a lot of cherry emojis. We keep getting. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Anyway, let's just get get cracking with uh, the jug dub. He's talking to picture a girl living in a house next door. We got Betty. She's reading the paper. She goes to her room. Chick's coming out of her bathroom. What? What's this about? What? This chick being creepy. He, she has better water pressure. That's what that's about. She's like tough. Use your own. But that comes back around, like, the next episode. And I was like, I still don't get what has to do with the bathroom. <laughs> That's the best. I don't want to know. Uh, I mean, if you have an explanation, that would kind of upset me. This is uh, the new soundproof garage. The, the right, right. For water pressure. Yeah, it's it's the, like, it's going to yeah, come around. It's a red herring that's never going to... It's going to be defunct at some point. Okay, so... You know, you're going to see chicken in the Black Yeah. Oh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> so, uh... She's got her own private purgatory. She's living in now. She's not happy. Um, then we get Cheryl is complaining to her mom about taking money from strangers. How and is this even a subplot? 
everything is important in Riverdale. So... I did notice Thistle House has a red porch light. Did, did anyone else catch that? No. I don't know if we've seen that before or not, but Mrs. Blossom has put on the red light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly that's on purpose. Um, she calls her a spite-filled, starving, emotional, anorexic, and have a nice day at school. Here. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is crazy. Okay, so the lodges were planning on heading up to the lake house this weekend but it looks like they got some business to do so why don't you 10th graders go up there for a little romantic getaway (laughs) they are still in 10th grade right as far as i know yeah Yeah. i don't know what season has changed (laughs) just head up there why don't you kids go i i don't I just that's so far from reality. This is like the McFly family after he changed the timeline. Like they're all way too cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really that's good. Here's the keys to the track. Yeah. <laughs> oh my, Andre is going to drive you up and uh, stay nearby in case you want to go into town. You know she's not having it. Veronica's not having it. He's like he gives her a fine miha. But why don't you invite Betty and Jughead? I'm sound, this is starting to sound like a, a party. Make a real weekend out of it. So then, so he takes him in the office there under the shadow of Veronica's picture and the sunlight shining in. He's going to let his confidant Archie know that there's some serious gangster business going on and he wants him to get out of town, make sure everything's fine, and... Keep her safe, because Papa Poutine's death has really caused a stir. I'm still not sure if he's, like, the best criminal mastermind around or the worst. I don't really know if he's holding <laughs> things together. If Archie is, like, his number one so guy. So A is, like, the best criminal mastermind, <laughs> and B <laughs> is the worst. He's somewhere between there. So, what are you doing? I keep trying to figure out a way to do this and talk at the same time, and it's just not Impossible. Happening. So... This cabinet, Shadow Lake, is that something? Is that from Shadow a movie, Lake. Shadow Lake? I figured it was, I just didn't know. Somebody look that up. Um, he's like, I'll protect her. And Andre will be unseen nearby. He will just be standing in the woods for two and a half days. With <laughs> gloves on. Behind it, crouched down <laughs> by a tree. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, keep out between us, man to man. So we got Jugheads over at... Uh, Skeet's house, and there he's looking in the paper. They're looking for a place to live because they're going to have to leave. They've been living on the wrong side of the tracks for too long. Anyway. Guys, Shadow Lake RV Resort is a private gated RV and cabin resort nestled among the roll, rolling hills of beautiful Monroe County, Ohio. I'm sure that's what they're referring wow, to. That's a, that's a pretty deep <laughs> reference. <laughs> I'm sure you hit the uh, allow on your uh, GPS there, right? <laughs> Picked up the nearest shadow lake. <laughs> keep, keep looking there, Juggy. Can you try to get a better scoop? <laughs> um, they can't move in the Pembroke, Pembroke, so they got to just find another trailer park. But Juggy's on to Hiram. We've known that for some time. So Kev sees old Moose in the hallway at school. There's a new movie coming out. And uh, this is some uh, 
perfect timing. They're they're promoting the old Love Simon movie came out this weekend, I believe. I was thrown by this. I didn't. I well, first of all, I didn't know that was an actual movie. I didn't either. So I was just confused the whole time, and I didn't know what was happening until they mentioned it six times. I'm like, this has to be something, and (laughs) I had to look it up. Yeah, they'll cross promotion here. And it's getting a lot of hype as being, you know, it's it's the the guy, the, you know, the high school kid in it, I, I guess, is gay. So, and the movie's all surrounding that. And that's kind of a new thing to do. So, and I, I'm hearing good things about it. Um, and it was the Riverdale executive producer, Greg Berlanti, directed this Love, Simon movie. So, letting Riverdale reference, like, hey, help our bosses' uh, ticket sales. Let's reference right. this six times. Yeah, for like a... They, they reference it a lot. <laughs> so, anyways, like... Dougie over here has figured it out. Shadow Lake, where the Lodge's lake house is located, is named after Shadow Lake Films, the Vancouver company that produces Riverdale. Well, that makes a lot more sense than Monroe County. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kev's trying to... Yeah, well, Moose is already going with the Clumpster. So, he said, well, you can come along. She's totally fine with what we have going on. And I feel like there's there's not the communication there <laughs> yeah. isn't all that he's yeah. making it out to be. You know? I was a little confused by that because the Clumpster didn't act like she knew everything. Yeah. Kev wasn't into the trifecta. So they're back at the school in this luxurious lounge that the kids have. With, you know, it's like the set of friends. It's like they always have the free couch in there. It's like, well, if they don't let them sit on the couch, they'll be dancing in the fountain. Um. So let's see. They, she, she's telling them all about the place. You should come. You know, it sound, sounds. Uh, what would she say? It sounds heavenly. As long as it's cool with uh, Hiram, Chuck had into it, and this is where you know this is where he says, "Well, cue the dueling banjos." That's what I said when I heard you were coming, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna work on his novel, anyway. You know, I don't know what his novel was supposed to be about. What did we ever hear? What Jughead's novel is? Did he? Didn't he say he was? Well, no, I don't know. Did he say he was going to write about Riverdale, Isn't that the narration we're listening to? Is his novel? At some point he says, like, instead of just doing articles, he's... Yeah, I didn't know whether... I thought he was... I think they referenced that. That makes sense. Yeah, that's his novel, I guess. I just know that I thought he was going out there to... I thought he was going to be writing a novel about Hiram or something, but no, that's just just strictly blue and gold (laughs) articles. Um so they're going to relax and unplug and Cheryl comes in luxury weekend she's all into it until they tell her no way which Cliff was furious about right at first he was he rage quit the show I'm sure <laughs> at that point that Cheryl wasn't going a couple how do you weekend. not invite Cheryl right. anywhere she wants to go well he said stick with Cliff and he tuned back in and he's pleasantly surprised so Jughead and Betty get together and they're talking about you know what the plan he's gonna go up there and he's gonna grill veronica for information and she's like uh well kind of investigating my best friend and she's complaining about chick chick's a psycho that's everywhere and they're like well we'll it's her fault yeah she's again betty's all over the place she's uh, from one minute to the next you don't know whose side she's on she was all all about chick a couple weeks ago and now she's like 
You know, he's crazy. Jughead finally meets Chick and says, nice shirt. Look at this picture. Like, that is the creepiest looking guy. He's got his bijou shirt on and he's just like looking at Jughead like. Yeah, that was quite a first impression Mr. Chick made. (laughs) But I do love that everyone on the show that meets him is like, Man, that guy's creepy. Like, there's no, like, you know, there's no, yeah, uh, Jughead in this episode, Polly in the next episode. It, yeah, he's yeah, really, he's only fooling Alice at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So they finally get out there. Andre drops him off. Really is the last house on the left, which I had to check, make sure that wasn't the title of the show. But um, Veronica's like, don't worry about it, Andre. You get out of here. We got all this luggage. <laughs> and then she just TTFN walks walks in, and all I could think of was Michael delivering the Schwan, trying to carry all this stuff <laughs> to the door. Poor Archie. That felt like a very comic booky moment. That to was me. a very that, slapstick. I like that. They I can stick picture that stuff in you know like the cartoon Archie trying oh, to carry yeah. a bunch of stuff and tripping and falling. Yeah. He he uh, sees Andre flash the, his piece. He's got a gun on him, so. A little, what's that called, Michael? When you see the gun, I think about this reference all the time. <laughs> I know. We're because trying to ever cause, because you brought that up, and now every movie I watch, but oh, that's that thing, that word that I can't remember of what he <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's gun. You know, when you see the gun, yes. it's going to get used. Or like, it doesn't have to be a gun. It can be. It like can be right. Yeah. It's going to come back. Exactly. Later. So, welcome to Lodge Lodge, right? (laughs) Juggy gets a phone call from Cheryl because she didn't get invited, so she's just gonna let the other shoe drop. She's like, "Oh, you all, you all settled in? Everybody's spooning." (laughs) He's like, "Who the hell is this?" (laughs) She's like, "It's Cheryl, you welfare baby." He's like, just want to make sure you know that Archie and Betty kissed right in front of my house, right before Christmas, and it seemed pretty serious, like with tongues. <laughs> so have fun. <laughs> uh, so he turns around. What? Well, luckily, ever figure out who was taking pictures of them, of Archie uh, and Betty? I think we was did. It, the mom? Yeah. It, supposed to it was the mop. It was. I thought it was the mop. No. What were you saying? The, uh, what is the, the black FBI agent guy? The That's mop. the mop. What, what <laughs> is mop? Oh, the mop. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you couldn't hear us in the soundproof yeah, yeah, yeah. garage. <laughs> exactly. But I did like that they didn't let this brood. He turns right around. You know, I hate that in a show. He yeah. turns right around and says it, confronts the problem. She said, You guys were kissing. And Tony had overheard they kind of rewind a little bit and show that Tony overheard her say that so she says she's like oh you know get a real standoff it's like, I'm Cheryl Boss aka Cherry Bo- Cherry Bombshell I never I've never heard this aka Cherry Bombshell yeah she's used that before oh okay well yeah. so Cliff this is Cliff sending us a yeah. million cherry emojis <laughs> <laughs> sorry Cliff Cliff is not here so we're gonna <laughs> I will, I will give Cliff credit. I'm pretty sure he's the first one to 
I said I wanted this to happen. <laughs> it was it Cliff or was it you that said Shoney? Like, like I think it was ago. me. Okay. I, I'm giving myself credit. If anyone I, wants to go back and find, <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was Choney or Chosy. Well, it's because it was back in during the Chosy episodes where they were kind of yeah. playing that. Oh, and then one, I thought it was Cliff. He's claiming it's him. Oh, okay. no, I'm kinda, just I'm just I, waiting for Choney. They uh, said because I like Tony Topaz. I think and that, that was, was months ago, Cliff. and now it's happening. So somebody needs to get credit for. Oh all yeah, somebody go back and find that. Well, I feel Choney, like maybe I just wanted it in my heart, and Cliff yeah. actually said it. Yeah, I, I'm giving the credit to Cliff. We all wanted I, it in our hearts in other areas, but it's... <laughs> we all collectively... <laughs> but I think... Point. I think... Uh, Choney and Chosy are too close together, so I think we need to decide whether it's Tossum or, <laughs> or Blopez. <laughs> Blowpass is the best. Oh my god! Because I get him too confused. So we need one that's not. It's obviously what we're talking about. If I ever have twins, that's their names. (laughs) Toss them. Get in there. Help your sister Blowpass. Anyway, she says, "Feel free to tremble." And she says, "Get your sapphic." Serpent hands <laughs> off my body, which I looked up sapphic because uh, I kind of had a vibe here. But this is it always refers to lesbian homosexuality, and very importantly, this was really you did a, a lot of research. Yes, this is what this is Riverdale, <laughs> but this is the best part because I've had this theory for several months now that. Eventually, Cheryl's going to turn out to be a witch. And this says, also very importantly, this implies some sort of witchcraft is involved. And we got a reference later that comes back to this. It says, from Sappho, who was poetess of the Isle of Lesbos, 600 B.C. So that... that Is that Lesbos Greek or Lesbos Monroe County? (laughs) Yeah, look that up. See what comes up closest to us. They may have dyed hair colors. I mean, this is pretty spot on with uh, her and Tony. So, excitement. (laughs) We all wanted this. Okay, so... I like the couples talking about each other too. So we got Archie and Veronica are like, think they're going to break up because they found out, you know, we didn't break up. You know, you told me like a good boyfriend and they're in the, the cabin. And they, I mean, there's like even pillows in there from the shining. It's like, they're really making some shining references here. So they're in the other room. Yeah. Oh, I also like the touch that, uh, Veronica and Archie are laying her on the bed and then they flip over and the very next they cut over the other room and Jughead's asking what you want the top or the bottom drawer <laughs> and he's like I'm not really mad you know she's like well I wanted to tell you but whatever he's like it's because you think Archie's my third rail so I looked that up because <laughs> what do you what do you think what do you think third rail means well, that's the electrified rail in a subway. So right. that is the dangerous. Yes, this is, it's, it, like it's the, the subject you can't. Right. Can't, Very good. Yes, dangerous uh, area of discussion it, yeah. would be the uh, more urban dictionary of it. So, uh, 
point at which the learning all kinds of stuff today. Point at which the mere mention of a subject results in disaster. Commonly used in politics. So he's like, well, the only thing that bothered me, I mean, you're kind of your bedroom windows kind of face each other. You've known this guy your whole life. You know, now you're kissing him at Christmas. He's like, that used to bother me, but I'm not intimidated by a black hood prompted kiss. And then they hear the bed frame squeaking in the other room. They're like, oh, is that their response to everything? You know, you just see couples talk, always talking about the other couple like they're trash. They don't get along like us. You know? So they all go out and have some jalapeno margaritas, which sounds like something Michael would order. He'd add peanut butter or something. Aren't they neon green or something? Like, there's a weird shade of green tone. Yeah. Yep. So, they're doing a toast, putting the past behind them. And he starts grilling Veronica. You know, your parents come up here. Your dad's a workaholic. What's going on with the Sodale project? Is that heating up? And Betty's like, will you chill out? <laughs> it was I mean, very it was, awkward. It was way <laughs> over the top. It was like, he might as well have freaking uh, scoop <laughs> cards sticking out of his hat. She's like, uh, she's like, okay, whatever. She just starts telling about it. Betty and Archie are, aren't into it. He's like, I'm just making idle conversation. <laughs> um, so he's like, when we were driving up here, I know some of the houses didn't have mailboxes and stuff. She's like, Shadow Lake, Monroe County is pretty private. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> When Betty's getting on him, that's a, they're over there whispering about them, you know. Oh, toxic twin alert. They're, you know, things aren't kosher in the land of Bughead. See, I don't like them using the shipping terms. Yeah. That yeah. kind of breaks the fourth wall to me. <laughs> I, I use them all that I want, but it's weird <laughs> when they do. So, Cheryl's random act of cruelty. They're, they start referencing. Um... So they decide to put the swim suits on and go outside. And that's when Veronica puts on the her look to the cookie outfit. She's got her caftan halfway. To have, I made a whole meme about it. You didn't get it. That was for behind the scenes. I just have her written look to the cookie. <laughs> then they all get in the hot tub. And this was just, this was great. So, so they're feeling better. They're still drinking jalapeno margaritas. Veronica has this great idea. She said, when Archie told me about the kiss, I absorbed it, I processed it, you know, and in the end, I bear no ill will towards my beau or my bestie. said, but the thought had haunted me, and you guys got caught up in it, so I was thinking, Jughead and I should kiss. And... Betty and Archie obviously aren't happy, but what, what were you guys thinking? This is a great idea, right? That's perfect. It was ridiculous, but great. <laughs> yeah. So I, there's no other show that I actually am screaming at the TV or excited or yelling or I make all kinds of noises when I'm watching the show. <laughs> Bed creaking. So here's a Jughead gets in on it. He says, "What if?" future me tries to use your kiss with Archie, Betty, against some future you. And I was like, this is next level, Jughead. This is, I've been 
the, I, I want to stop here and make a point here. Because, first off, he's doing all this just to get to Casabronica. So that's that's worth it all, all this mind-bending. But, no, he he's working on a level here that... You know, I, I like to think of myself as a time travel enthusiast. <laughs> I, I know Jesse Starcher is too. Hot tub time machine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We were doing a full on hot tub time machine. I think of this reference. <laughs> but so many of these time travel movies, what do they do? When they go into the past, what are they worried about? Doing any little thing that's gonna screw up everything. It's gonna totally demolish the space-time continuum, and every somebody's not gonna be born, or something's not gonna happen. But Jughead is doing what? Do we worry about that at all in our in our lives ever? That I mean, wouldn't it stand to reason that the same thing could happen if you do one little thing? It's going to totally change things in the future. We don't worry about that at all. If you fall off a chair to the left or fall right. off a chair to the yeah, right. Am I going to hit my head on the stove and never wake up again? Am I going to fall this way and hurt my toe and just hobble all week? I'm pretty sure I'm going to come right down. <laughs> I just think you never see... Nobody's worried about how it's going to branch off the future with what we do. And he's actually using that to get a get a hot kiss. I, uh, that was next level. We should be more worried about that in our everyday lives. So, they're gonna have a bug head kiss, right? <laughs> they're doing it. They're doing what you don't want. They're they're using all the names. It's precisely what it takes to save save a future bug head from imploding is a bug head kiss. <laughs> you you just shake your head, but I was riveted. At the time. I was like, this is this is hilarious. No, I'm just thinking about all those branches of past me's. That have made the good decision and are what living. What if I said, "Screw you, lady! I'm watching Stargate." <laughs> the, yeah, they're all living way better lives, and I'm the result of all the wrong choices yeah, you here in this dimension. Claus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and where is she now? I'm just really down right now. So they kissed. So then Betty takes it up a notch and says. There and she goes tell Jughead that was great and everything, but I just realized out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. <laughs> and he, he immediately is thinking, "Oh crap, I'm not kissing Archie." She goes into the room and he's like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> you and Veronica kissed?" And he, he he's like, you know, really pondering that. Um, so she asks if he enjoyed it, and he's like, "Ah, I'm not answering that." And out comes. Black Betty Pambalam. She she got on the outfit from Ch- from Maple. from the Sticky Maple episode when uh, uh, Barbethel got blamed for eating pancakes in a hot tub. <laughs> oh, this show! <laughs> the hot tub was her trigger to turn her into Black Betty. That's that's probably it. Yeah. That's a good call. I like that. So she packed this in case he needed a distraction from his sleuthing. Plus all that maple syrup Jughead put in his margarita. (laughs) (laughs) So there's some panting going on next door, and it's just Archie doing push-ups. And Veronica starts to try to put the moves on him. He's not having it because she kissed Jughead. And then they hear bed squeaking, and, you know. What do you think? So... 
Then we got Archie chopping wood. Veronica sees him. He gets a phone call, runs off in the woods just to the next tree <laughs> to talk to Andre. Sure enough. And they get busted. He should have just like thrown a rock out of him. <laughs> Archie. <Yeah. laughs> Quick, come out in the woods. <laughs> so they're busted. She's ticked. Andre's supposed to go home. Her and Betty are going into time into town. And they're supposed to try to not to choke on their own testosterone. Then we're back in town. We finally get away there. And there's all this drama going on with the mayor, the previous mayor. Did you have a lot of these problems as a mayor? I really, I really related to it, <laughs> to, yeah. Like, I assume you were at a fair with the sheriff. <laughs> well, there is no sheriff. So. There's no sheriff. Stop the presses. It's just bedlam in <laughs> Lower Salem. Yeah, it's a lawless... Uh, <laughs> Man, that's probably more interesting than Riverdale. <laughs> the raccoons rule the streets. <laughs> Stray cats. So, anyway, just Josie's upset. Now she's finding out, you know, everybody's getting divorced. She feels she wants to blame her mom. Then we got Jughead and Archie talking about... But Jughead's like, hey. Did you know that Betty and Veronica kissed? It's like, I'm still thinking about that. First week of school during cheerleading tryouts, B and V kissed. She tried explaining it, but all I could, I was just picturing it. The rationale eludes me. It's like, there's no excuse. They're just talking about it like, you know, whatever. So he's like, so it's just kind of, he kind of calls out the fact that, you know, I'm your best guy friend, she's your best girlfriend, so your best friends are dating, and they're best friends, and they're dating, and, you know, it's just this whole big square. So, and he kind of points out what's going to happen. He says, you know, it's kind of terrifying because it's kind of, we've got a powder keg here. At any moment, something's going to happen, we're going to be mad at each other, so. So dramatic. Yeah. So this is where he cocked the checkoff's pistol. Yeah, basically saying, all it takes one match, we're all going to blow up. So sure enough, we're going to have problems coming up. Uh, we got a pops. Kev and Josie are talking. And she goes and tells Kev about, you know, his dad's getting divorced and everything. And seeing her mom, all that kind of mare problems come with the job um B&B go to the gas station convenience store and quotes her Abuleta Abuleta <laughs> and talk to this guy at the counter who you know is like hitting on her and we're gonna see him later I guess Chekhov's grocery clerk <laughs> exactly they're everywhere <laughs> Actually, Chekhov's rednecks were sitting outside the store. Yeah. yeah, all those hipster redneck weird weird guys were. That was such a weird, all <laughs> leering. Yeah, like as soon as they're like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. I I literally turned to my wife and I was like, "Well, those guys are gonna kidnap someone or something." <laughs> like it was very obvious. So Skeet calls Jughead. He says, "You're not gonna believe this. He's having a big party." The eviction notices in the background, it's all gone. You shamed him into it. And I'm like, the last time we saw this, they he wanted to make that deal 
he would pay off everything and forgive their debt. And they're like, no way. See you in the funny papers. <laughs> and it, and then they did. He does it, and they're like, yay. I guess it's because they don't have to like not print the story. You know, that was kind of the, they were supposed to not you know leave his name out of it. Now he's doing it. Either way. Yeah. Whatever. Right. It makes sense. <laughs> Perfect sense. We can all stay. We're staying. And that Jughead's not as excited as Skeet. It's like, your dad tries to buy the diner, or the drive-in, the south side, piece by piece. It's like, it's a smokescreen. He gets a big argument. And they're like, just be happy. You're such a conspiracy theorist. So... Josie starts to feel bad about telling Kev. So she's going to go tell him sorry. But meanwhile, he sees Clumpster and Moose. Goes sets with them. And he said he doesn't have a date. They're talking about Fangs Fogarty. I forgot about Fangs. You know. He's like, he's a good looking guy. Moose says. <laughs> you know. Clumpster's like, what the heck's going on? So they're lab partners, though. Kev says biology lab partners. There is the red light there. I see it right there. Oh yeah. yeah. So we're back at this. So that house. I mean, Kevin does not get a lot of screen time, but that was a nice little heartbreaking moment of like, yeah, poor kid can't catch a break. Even Moose kind of ghosts him. This is the Charlie Brown of the group. So. <laughs> <laughs> like spoken like a Charlie Brown. So then we're at the theater. Everybody's going to see Love Simon. I think that's the name of it. And we got what's it, what are we call calling them? What was their name? Blow Pass. Blow Pass come together. Some cherry cola for cherry bombshell. And she's like, she came to see the movie with Fangs, but he bailed on her. So. She's alone at the movies. And her mom's turned the house in a sexual playpen, so they go see the movie together, basically. We get to watch some of the movie, you know, listen to the movie. So then they're playing Monopoly back at the back at the house. We had a game. Which this has been bugging me since we had the people playing the fake clue game back. Oh, right. You commented that they can't play with two people right, and I right. gl- glossed over that. You can play Clue with two people. It'll be a very short game. Well, isn't all about I mean it's been a long time since I played Clue, but isn't it it nobody knows who the what three things are in the thing. You gotta go around and find the in each room and find the clues, right? No, you hold the clues oh, in your you hand. The, oh, so okay. you would have half the deck in your hand and, and cut half the clues Hmm. There might be some different rules because I was looking. There's it specifically says you can play it with. He's two. got the more complicated clue. <laughs> you have to have a little notebook to use. <laughs> I guess I just uh, I started trying to think. It's like why do they allow you to play too if if you know what the other side? anyway. I, yeah, the most stuff. important thing about that Monopoly game is how much Jughead sucks at that game. Did you see his pile of cash? <laughs> <laughs> He's got like ones and fives. Veronica's buying hotels and stuff, and they scroll past, and Jughead has barely any money. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. It was sense. awesome. That's exactly <laughs> just a reflection of their lives. <laughs> Betty gets a call from Ooh, her mom. 
But what if it's about chick? Well, they're not going to. Does Betty like anyone anymore? She doesn't like her mom. She doesn't like her dad. She doesn't like chick. She likes chick head though. Her mom's freaking out, you know. She says, but it's not. Like she killed someone. Not because she's in tenth grade at a cabin. Yeah, that was not mentioned at all in these last couple episodes yeah. of like guilt and shame is, and murder and. Yeah. <laughs> being hunted for yeah forget about the body that let's just drink margaritas anyway Hiram we find out just bought the Riverdale Register so we're not getting any bad news about him from Alice and Hal so she's like pissed at uh, Veronica like she was in on this so they could buy the newspaper out from under them and whatever the cl- yeah it's a classic gambit <laughs> Jughead said of mobsters and criminals that's what that's the dialogue I like just totally go over the top this one's pretty simple Archie so maybe you might even be able to get this <laughs> if you stop kissing up to Hiram for like two seconds you stab her family in the back whatever it was just a bunch of ridiculousness uh, well, he paid my medical bills. You know, my dad's medical bills. So he's a good guy. Does he really believe that they paid the medical bills? They did. Hiram paid the medical bills, right? Well, well Veronica, Veronica paid them. Oh, and that's right. Her yeah, dad yeah. was mad at her, and she said, basically, get out of it. Right, <laughs> yeah. True. I saw you guys catching all these details. Huh? <laughs> Anyway, so eighty six thousand dollars. Yeah, she. Well, I know that she called calls out uh, Betty for dressing up like Black Betty. And then we get the the Black Hood guys come in. You know, they're shouldn't have come into town flashing that cash. Well, see, I was half convinced at least one of them was Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a hilarious oh, prank, a next level prank. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah. That that would have been just a, just a hilarious prank. Would have been better if it was the original Reggie. Oh yeah, this is that would be awesome. He's like, but nobody wants to get their skull knocked in with this axe that they have. This good. was so out of left field, so like, uh, so it's random. An hour show. Yeah, you got to get you know fill the time. So they're going to go to the bedroom. But they didn't do anything to provoke this. They walked past them with their highfalutin city yeah, ways. And it wasn't like they like, threw down thousands of dollars. So Veronica's like, stay calm, Archie. Don't freak out. She goes up the room, gets her wallet, pushes the secret button to alert the authorities. He tells them to get all, all everybody get on your knees. It gets a bat out. And I was like, is, a, is this a Walking Dead reference? You know, he's, you're on your knees. He's got a baseball bat. And Archie's got PTSD. He's remembering the Black Hood, the gun in his head. So they're going to make a big mess of the house. But then the phone rings, security company. These hill, hillbillies have about 30 seconds. They're going to shoot first and ask questions never (laughs) you're going to be getting a message about that I'm going to use that one (laughs) so anyway Archie chases a guy out in the woods gets him down sure enough out from behind a tree steps Andre he's like just I'll take it from here and then gunshot 
There you go. Chekhov's gun. Boom. Uh, back at Pops. Everybody's there. Everybody else was there. We got Blow Pass. Was that it? I can't remember. I'm not going to ever remember that one. Um, we got the, the, got the Kellers and them all talking. Anyway, Cheryl's complaining. Everybody thinks she's a love, loveless monst, monster. She loved someone. Her mother destroyed it. It's like your brother Jason. That was a touching moment. Yeah, but she's not talking about JJ. She's talking about Heather. She had a little friend in junior high that used to come over every weekend, and my mom caught him in the same bed. Said she was a deviant. Tony thinks that she is sensational. So don't worry about what your mom said. Sensational. So the four best friends put their fists out and say, yes, we're working together now. Let's not be mad anymore. By these powers combined. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, and then Archie and Hiram have a little secret meeting. Don't ever hesitate to protect your loved ones. And he gives him back the necklace off the guy that the guy stole off Veronica that Andre brought. So this is just <laughs> the show is so off the rails. The fact of good wholesome Archie like just being okay that that dude's dead. That just like I know that we're supposed to like not. I just I have a problem with that so badly. Yeah, the same way the. The 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 Cooper house probably still smells like bleach, but they're all having fun and eating waffles and stuff. So that might have been the end of that episode. I think it was. Does Arch get to kill that dude? Does he know? He heard the gunshot right after he walked no, away. The first dude. The first dude. The Cooper dude. Cooper dude. I don't think so. Yeah, that's just the four of them. Jughead does, yeah. right? They got no, it's just the people. It's yeah, it's just yeah. FP the people in that booth that pops. Or FP and Alice. That's right. So we got Jughead working on the story. Big plan, small town. The truth about Hiram Lodge by Jughead Jones. He's got all his yarn walling on the wall there, all this stuff. And Skeet comes walking in. I want to know how long this stuff has been up. Because yeah, because Skeet, Skeet walking in. What the heck's all this? It's like, it looks like it's been there for months. How long was your shift at Pops? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good, good, good catch there. There is nothing better than Skeet and his... Uniform Saying. with a leather jacket. Yeah. Says, boy, you need to drop this. He rescued us. Like, I mean, again, I got to go back. He's gone back and forth seven times. Right. I got to go back to that. Thing. He was all arm around Jughead, seeing the funny pages, yeah. and was like backing him up. Now he's like, drop this. Don't say anything about him. He saved us. He's freaking slicker in a bottle of snake oil. <laughs> and he's just like, Dad, shut up. Well, he, said he, just, he just bought the paper. He's trying to silence everybody. At least he can't silence the blue and gold. Yeah. So like then... School. Oh, wait a minute. He bought the other school. Can't buy every school. The uh, Lodges are d- at dinner with the Andrews, and they are talking about the good old days in Sweetwater. How weird is this? Like, when did Fred just be, like, all chummy buddy-buddy with them? Well, they've been working together on the Sodale project, too. Oh, bullcrap. <laughs> they have been. This episode sounds like an episode of Saved by the Bell, they said. 
say, uh, Fred, join me in the study. It's like I like this. Like I want to see that show. I want to see the parents because I like all the parents better than the kids. I know we've probably said that before, but <laughs> yeah. I want the the like. You know, they do like young Archie adventures or whatever. I want the like old Archie adventures. <laughs> Senior Archie adventures. Senior. <laughs> so then we get Kev and Betty, and her plan to find out what's going on with Chick is to have Kev catfish him, which is a brilliant plan. She sits behind the computer. It's the only way to get him Being going. way too like, yeah. do, do, do this, yeah. do that. Like, like a lot of that. Like, yeah. does Kevin not even know how to talk? <laughs> so he's like, "So do you ever P and P? Do you ever P and P, Michael?" Every day on the hour. He's like, you know, party and play. Because <laughs> that's way too many syllables to say. And you just say P and P. He's like, he's like, you keep asking me that, and I keep telling you no. And she's like. He's like, this is our third time camming. You haven't really told me anything about yourself. So he's like, yeah, well, you haven't taken your shirt off yet. Yeah. Michael would have already been in his red undies. First first cam. So anyway, kept shy. What do you want to know? So anyway, we're back to Archie and Veronica. And talking about... There's a special election. And now here's where we got Fred talking to Archie, you know, being mayor is something he's always dreamed about. And I was Ever so excited. Ever since he was a young child. Right. And all I thought was, man, we already have Jared booked for this. <laughs> this is falling into my lap. So was that something you had always oh, dreamed about since you, you were a child? Ever, yeah. When, when the episode called for it, <laughs> then yes. <laughs> Ever since I was a young child. <laughs> Yeah, that was so out of the blue, but I love it. I, I, I am here for it, I tell you. Did you play the mayor? Did he? Did he was he always like... Yeah, I always wanted to be Han Solo, and he's like, no, I want to be the mayor. I was like, Jared, come on, man. We're playing Star Wars. How come every time we got to play City Hall? I got a new ordinance that I wrote with my crayons. You have to go stay in the corner. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Seriously, who dreams about being in the mayor? So what a random yeah. thing. So Archie's like, you know, you know he's using you. He's like, no, he just wants to have a friend in the mayor's office. Arch, I, again, I can't tell if Archie's dumb, gullible, or, or like too trusting. I don't, I don't, he's, he's frustrating that he is so obtuse about all this. But it's I. I think they want it to be like, oh, he's so pure-hearted, he can't he can't believe the worst in people, and he just comes off as just like you want to strangle him. But in this episode, though, it's Fred who's being stupid, is it not? It's like yes, it's, they're obviously using Fred right. to be like the wholesome front for whatever nefarious things are, and and Archie for once is like gets it totally, and Fred's just like he's blinded by that. Oh, by his power. childhood passion. <laughs> the power. It's all the power. Yeah. He knows. Just think, what's a mayor? It's the age-old story. I mean, yeah, yeah what next? Oh, yeah. What comes? What perks come with that? Like, oh. I imagine it's a pretty high life. Like, oh, yeah. It almost made me think that I would want to run for being a mayor. Now, when you saw your first button with your name on it, 
I don't have one of those, but when I imagined it, it was it was amazing. Did you not need like what, yeah. there was not a big, a lot of pageantry no. to your no. campaign. It was not. No. Wow. Yeah. Now, how long have you been mayor? Uh, about two years. Two years. What? So what? I was appointed. Appointed due mayor. to the previous mayor moving to Mariana. Oh, there sounds like that's the official story. So I never. It was a power grab. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, uh, but I've so I've ne- I was ne- I've never been like elected. Oh yeah, uh, this is yeah this is how it works. So. This sounds as exciting as what we're talking about here. So back at Thistle House, Cheryl walks in on her mo- mother and strange man she's never met. She says. Her father left a secret will, convenient secret will, to show up in season two. She just says, of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blossom gave strict instructions to only reveal that there was this will after the authorities had concluded their investigation into his side business. Now the authorities are like, drat! They foiled us! <laughs> we can't do anything now! And she's like, oh, you mean his drug dealing business? She's like, does this mean we're going to be rich again? That's all that matters. Anyway, there's going to be a public will reading tomorrow afternoon. So we're back at the Coopers and Hal's like, it's been a long time coming, Alice. I want a divorce right now. You know, pronto. Let's get this stat. You know, it seemed fishy. Seemed fishy, you know. He's not coming and complaining about any chick or anything else right off the bat. And the thing is, it was the strangest way to demand a divorce. When on the other side of the table is your wife and your daughter just sitting here. Would your daughter be saying, he's like, okay, I want a divorce. And she's talking to both of them. They're supposed to. I'm like, that seems very rude to just say right in front of your daughter. It's like, you, you're supposed to talk to them later about that, right? Ease into it. Anyway. He's like. He's like, and you too, Betty. I can't believe you. <laughs> He's like, really getting on her. Like, taking Chick's side over your own father. Which, Betty... Which is the one thing I agree with Hal on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Immediately and, trusting yeah. Chick And after anything. all this time, when Betty's totally been against him, now she's like, oh, if that's what this is about, I'm with you. She's like, I really think he's weird. Now he won't <laughs> let me use his bathroom. <laughs> Did anyone else think that Chick wasn't Hal's son? This is really. My wife and I had the same conversation because the way they've played it, I'm like, I was just under the impression that everyone knew that he wasn't. Yeah, like how rescued her, like by. Yeah, and then now this episode, it's like everyone seems to think that he is. Like you know, the the whole time, how comes in like I get this weird guy out of my house. (laughs) Like no, like no one was ever like, oh come on, this is your son. Like yeah. you need to do. That. Like no one ever said that. So I was like, okay, so everyone knows it's not really his kid. And I thought I was misremembering that like all oh, they got together maybe after she had this the thing. With, well, because you know, it made more sense yeah. story structure wise yeah. that he would hate this kid. Yeah, and now all of a sudden they're like, well, he's got Blossom. I'm like, no, he doesn't. What are you people talking about? I, I guess I, everyone just knew that he wasn't his kid, but. The people in the show still thought he was. You, I was that. very confused. Yes, okay. that's exactly. You, right. You've got it exactly. <laughs> they, they try to keep enough plate spinning that you're not supposed to really yeah. think about all I guess, that. Yeah. I bet Cliff would have an opinion on that. Oh, I'm sure he would. Insert your opinion here, Cliff. 
Okay, that pause and talk to yourself. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, we disagree. Um, so but he is FP's son, right? Is everyone on board with that theory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's what I know. Absolutely, yeah. he's right. definitely okay. FP's son. He's gonna move into the trailer and creep out those two guys. <laughs> now he's gonna be like, Next yeah. yeah, he's gonna be like, it's gonna be a lot, of, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the water pressure in these trailers is terrible. Right. Oh. Although I have a theory that I'll say at the end of the episode. He'd make a good shit. serpent, though. He could just go in and creep people out. He wouldn't even need to wear it. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got the makings of a good serpent. Um. So he's going to give half of the money that he made off the register if she'll do this quickie divorce. She's a supporter. She should know better. So then, let's see. We got Jughead talking to Archie. You know, Arch, you know, Archie's like, "There's gonna be a special election to replace Josie's mom, and they want my dad to run, and I don't think that's a good idea." So he says, "Maybe if I gave you a little information, maybe you could do something about this. Put a little pressure on him." So he lets Jughead know that. He bought the diner. He bought Pop Tates, which was big news. We've known for a while, but the people in the show did not. So, so he can he can work with that. So he says, that's, and that's the one clue that Jughead like rips the map down. He's like, I Eureka! <laughs> right. Now I know what's happening. He's buying property. Yeah, Archie's like, because like, you- that's why he's so bad at Monopoly. He can't he can't figure uh, out yeah, property yeah. deals. <laughs> So, and Archie's like, at least do enough to make my dad think twice about this stupid mare idea. Ooh. Now, did you flip the table when you heard that? I was like, boy, <laughs> you better watch it. <laughs> I just thought that was that. I bet that didn't go over too well out in Lower Salem. Talk about the stupid mare idea. Who would want to? Anyway, and you know, Jughead's even talking about them. They're snapping up properties all over Riverdale. Big time uh, Monopoly references <laughs> going on there. Everyone's in danger. So he figured out Hiram's methodology. He acquires devalued land at a deep, some say criminal, discount. Pops is in the heart of Riverdale. People are going to care about this one. Oh, yeah. So... You mean like they cared about saving pops and they raised enough money to save pops? Oh, wait a minute. That didn't happen. <laughs> they did have a little fundraiser, though, right? But he swooped in at the last Bill minute. Shakes. Yeah. Ooh, poutine. Yeah. <laughs> that was a different party. <laughs> so then... Pops catered the poutine because he insulted true, Pops's... Yeah. But there was a, wasn't there a fundraiser before that earlier yeah. on? Yeah. Where Cheryl was singing with oh, the... People have to care about Pops because every major event and conversation that anyone in the town has happens yeah. at Pops. They're all going to die young. because with other people having You can't just drink milkshakes every meal <laughs> and live very long. I read that in my notes that we never get enough Pops. That, I, that was the best scene of the whole episode. Anytime he shows up, I always want to know more about his oh, life. Yeah. Like, I want to just follow Pops and hear all his stories of, you know, the, over the years of Riverdale. <laughs> you are not a typical Riverdale fan. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I come to this show for. This is what Pops does, what he watches in his recliner. But I just imagine him, I, I know I've made this reference before as the Ed O'Neill character in Wayne's World. 
where there's like there's some deep inner life he's living. He just you know is at the twenty four hour donut shop and he's just always there. You men scream in the night. You know, like the Bob's has seen some stuff. So Ronnie wants to help Archie get the signatures for his dad, and he's like, whatever. He hangs up on her. He's got homework to do. Betty comes home, and there are there's who? What are their names? Cleford. Dagwood. We got Polly and oh, Juniper and Dagwood. I'm ahead of the. I'm ahead of you. Sorry. So and there's creepy chick sitting there holding one of those babies. And uh, Paul. so again, as a person with twin yeah. kids, yes, yeah, would you let chick? I think he seems like a trustworthy babysitter. If, that, if that's what you're asking me. <laughs> do you have any question? This may be touchy. Do, do you have any like chicks in your family that may or may not be yours? <laughs> uh, you like, know, <laughs> there's another brother that's not here right now. He, he seems a little. I don't know. He's a little off sometimes. He does have different. Yeah, he does. It does. <sighs> do you like that'll the baby? get a that'll get a comment. <laughs> It'd be great if he was just like standing back there in the background. So it's about will reading time, and so we got blow pies up there. Cheryl's picking out a blouse for Tony. She uh oh, and then comes the mom. She comes in just like she did with Heather, catches him in the room, but you know. She's Tony's just there for emotional support. So now we get this was very. I assume you've given a similar speech, Jared. This was, uh, you know, Senior Archie talking to Archie about. He's like, when I applied to college to be an urban planner, before Grandpa got sick. Which what what do we know, about Grandpa? Is there any history here that we remember anything about no. sick Grandpa? I didn't think so. It's like I I assume you have a lower Salem twenty twenty drawing of the future yeah, that you did. Flying cars, bubble bubble <laughs> monorail. It's a bubble city with a monorail. We're yeah, getting there. The, that's my vision. Yeah, the, the exact same T ball field that's been there since nineteen eighty two. Yeah. It's just it's in a domed stadium. <laughs> Protractable reef stadium. Oh. <laughs> oh. You didn't double up because you actually like you are mayor slash coach. Yeah, I do some, I do some <laughs> slash what? Yeah. I want to know yeah. what slash slash what? What else would you do in the uh, village? Clean the streets. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. I don't do. So do it's much just major, it's just a title. Yeah, sure. <laughs> coach mayor. Coach mayor. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is when uh, Veronica shows up. She's got all the extravagant campaign supplies, which are, you know, nice design. And they pick out their favorites. But he, he doesn't want his dad to be married. He's trying to talk her out of it because of her parents. And, of course, she thinks her parents are great. So we got the will reading. I, Clifford Cochran Blossom, being of sound mind and body, ownership of Thistle House... We'll stay with Grandma Rose. Okay, that's fine. And to his wife and partner Penelope, you get 
Our greatest treasure, Thornhill. Well, that's a problem. That's going to be a problem. Because <laughs> we burnt that sucker to the ground. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, that's when Cheryl looks over and says, Oh, th that's good. The charred husk of an empty house. <laughs> that sounds about right, Mother. This scene was, this whole scene was great. Man. This, this, yeah. Any and all re remaining assets of my fortune will be divided in half. This is what I was like trying to follow. <laughs> the heck is half will be distributed equally to anyone in Riverdale <laughs> who can prove with medical authentication that not, that even one drop of blossom blood flows through, through their veins. That's the first half. Yeah, aren't most people in Riverdale a blossom? No. Yeah. There's some means. That's pretty... I mean, you probably have blood in your veins if you even swam in the Sweetwater River. I, I Before we leave tonight, we probably should draft Jared's will because people are going to want to know if anything happens to the mayor. <laughs> right. His vast estates. That's true. Yeah. Who takes over? Who's next in su succession to the mayor? Technically, it would be the president of the village council. <laughs> Oh, Which so that's my, that was my position before I became mayor. This isn't your break guy, is it? <laughs> <laughs> he isn't president mechanic <laughs> to coach mayor. Um, in busts Alice. She knew it. You guys are having this reading without me. This is why you wanted this divorce. She's got some balls. Jeez. This was the you wanted your big fancy blossom payday, and he's like, "Well, the girls share the blood, like two percent of half." Right. Money. Yeah, yeah. Of how many people? <laughs> Tell me, you just got what? Whatever she called Penelope. Tell me, you have. That's what I was just side. gonna say. Uh, I don't know. It was a half melted. Something. It was like a. It was the girl. Oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Because she says, she says, uh, he. You know, she's like, I'll be taking half of whatever blood money you get from this inbred cesspool of a family. And Tony <laughs> chuckles. <laughs> she's just laughing. And she turns right. Hey, you got, you're going to get this picture, too. She turns right. That's, that's right. I said inbred. <laughs> and then, shut your face, you half-melted 10-cent trollop. <laughs> oh, that's the best. And, and Tony's like, this is riveting. I can't breathe. <laughs> So then we get Jughead. He's in, he's coming down hard. This is that scene. He's got to go talk to Pops. It's a, it's a tough conversation, but says so like the you know. He's like, but the Tates have owned this diner for over eighty years. When my ma gave me the keys, she made me promise no matter what. This is the best because you the, just the way he says it, it. You're he's totally setting up that she's dead. You know, yeah. he's like, it's like when my mom says she's a, made me promise I'd always keep this shop because he's like sixty. You know, yeah. he's like keep this shop in our family, but my mother's still with us. <laughs> God bless. It would kill her to hear I went against her wishes. So so Jugga, can you please keep this to yourself while I still have my mom? Now, who believes Mama Tate's still alive? Seriously. Well, I don't we know, but know, she's got We need to know more about Pops and his life. Now I'm like, uh, in my brain, all I can think about is I want to see a like a flashback episode to the actual 50s with young Pop Tate and Getting the Archie's keys. grandpa hanging out. Like, that <laughs> yeah, they just oh, mentioned, yeah. like, and them hanging out in the actual 50s. 
you know, running the shop for I, I don't know. Yeah. That would be amazing. I want to Goldie see, Smith. I want to Goldie see whatever. He's at the counter working. <laughs> mayor. That's where he got the mayor, mayor idea. Oh, he first learned, thought about being a mayor. Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of that. He <laughs> stepped out of the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't be Coach Bear at the same time. <laughs> You're scared. Um, You're yellow. Okay, so... Back to Thistle House, just over the moss is out of control in that house. So the interloper Alice has been escorted. Did you say the moss is out of control. That whole house is covered. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Alice is gone. So guy continues. The other half of my fortune will go to my true heirs, Jason and Cheryl, which, you know. Yeah, he, he just assumed everything was going to be hunky-dory whenever he died. Well, it's one true blossom heir. She gets up to give this speech, which starts out that, you know, as one true blossom heir is like, the blossoms have been bathing in blood. <laughs> Since great-grandpappy blossom killed his brother, the original sin of Riverdale. Well, there's going to be no more blood, no more madness, no more horror. And then comes, couldn't have said it better myself. We get this guy we've never seen before that looks pretty similar to somebody else. This is so good. And so Nana good. Rose, Nana Rose, heart skips a beat. And Cheryl faints. So they got to bring That's her. That's a pretty damn good faint. <laughs> you like that? I did. Slow motion. Got the uh, smelling salts out. Oh, Mumsy, I had the most frightful day mare. <laughs> Great, I love that. I'm actually writing a musical about mares called Daymare and Nightmare. Oh, that was a good. Uh, <laughs> I was kind of right in line. <laughs> oh, fighter of the nightmare. Yeah, it's about mares. Okay, go. <laughs> you just really, you just love mares. So he's Uncle Claudius. That no one has ever mentioned before. Okay. Twin to your father. Daddy never said anything about having a brother. When Clifford and I were, bore, were uh, boys, we were inseparable. Modern day Romulus and Remus. And Cliff. Our own, our own Clifford yeah. sent us research <laughs> about Romulus. Our own Clifford, I knew. I forgot about that. He, Clifford wrote up a, a, a thesis on Romulus and Remus and everything oh, we need to know. That was him. That he yeah, did he that. wrote it. That was, he looked funny. I didn't watch the video, but I did Wikipedia just to refresh my memory. Because as soon as they said that, I was like, you know that there's going to be references to it throughout. And there were. So... You know, Romulus and Rebus, you know, they... Rebus? Rebus, that's what, that's what I wrote here. Shut up, Rebus. Because I was thinking, thinking of uh, thinking of Westworld, because I remember you saying, I don't need some of that milk, Rebus. <laughs> anyway. See all these fun callbacks to many of our past episodes. Stay tuned to episode 100. You might get more of those. Hint, hint. So I read... <laughs> Do, uh, do you remember the story of Romulus and Remus? Uh, go, Mayor. Twins raised by wolves founded Rome. That's all I know. <laughs> founded that's, Rome. Yeah, they they got up. They all of that. They were yeah. left. <laughs> <laughs> they were left 
by the water. The only reason we know more is because Cliff did all the legwork. One guy took them out and took them down by the water's edge and left them. And that's why it was so scary later when Chick took them for a walk by Sweetwater. Uh, Nice reference. So they thought they were going to leave him. And but anyway, from what I read, that they couldn't decide which hill to base it on, and they solved it by bird watching, <laughs> basically by reading the the birds. It was ridiculous. It's a stupid story. <laughs> anyway, it became apparent that <laughs> who needs to learn about Rome when we got Riverdale? Right. Clifford was primed to inherit the Blossom Empire. Until their 14th birthday. Clifford and he were down by Sweetwater River. And he pointed a rifle at him. And I, I have in here a ex- very excited twins. This is, We also had you here for twins. <laughs> I was like, twins, there's twins. Now, your kid just turned 13. So you've got at least another year before homicides. Okay. But what's, what's, do you have a lot of twin drama in your household? My twins are not identical. I think you get more of the drama with the identical okay. twins. Maybe. Uh, are they witches? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. They're only five. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know what age you get to be. Yeah, I don't know either. I think it's, it's 14. It says here, it says, one of the twins always meets a violent end and often at the hands of the other. I got that off the, well, it was off Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> so I assume it's fact. <laughs> Are they violent delights? Yeah, they might have violent. So, but he spared him. So that it was that very night that he left home without a trace. Who says that? I left home without a trace. Yeah, if you leave home, how do you know if you left? Yeah, it's like it's a very, you know, braggadocious to be like, nah, without a trace. They never found me. Dude, there were so many traces. We just didn't want to tell you. (laughs) It it felt important to you. really it would hurt if they sprung that on him when he comes back and he's 70 years old and they're like yeah dude we knew, we knew. right away <laughs> you were right over there on that other hill you were crouching behind that tree we could see it the entire time well it broke nana rose's heart they left she couldn't bear to speak his name that's why they haven't been talking about yeah that was a convenient little oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he went you know anyone in any story whoever leaves without a trace joins the merchant marines which is what he did uh, I mean that's been used multiple times in everything I don't even but understand. not for like 20 years it no, seems like an true. old that's it true. seems like an old thing to say <laughs> I agree so he sailed the seas you know desperate tower on the blossom curse because he hadn't been murdered like he should have been. Which that would be a good. I, I need like a Tales of Riverdale anthology. Like I want to see oh, yeah. right. young Claudius sailing, <laughs> sailing Some, the sea. Yes, young young Claudius and Clifford. Um, so Polly wants to get these tests done. She, let's get these blood tests done. I want to find out how many drops of blood I get. Have how much money I'm getting. And then Chick is not into it. So they're like, hey, why, you know. Is Chick pulling a sneaky Pete? <laughs> what is that to pull a sneaky Pete? Oh, you mean the show Sneaky yeah. Pete? Do you watch that? We can't I, talk about it. Forget it. Well, I watched Look. the preview for it and it made me want to watch it. I watched the first season. Of what you've talked about. Well, I, I just thought it was all right. I don't think Chick is actually their kid. Really? Yeah. There's going to be some kind of weird... Well, I, I didn't get to finish this episode unless something else came out with the whole needle thing. Well, all we know about needles is that triggers him. That's what he said. 
needles trigger. I think me. he doesn't want his blood tested because he's not their kid. I just figured he knew that Hal wasn't his dad. You're right. That's <laughs> so the he thing. Knew yeah. he didn't have he's the only one. He doesn't have blossom blood. He doesn't yeah. want anybody to know. So. Veronica's been turned around by Archie and she's, you know, trying to convince Hermione not to uh, push him, you know, his dad being the mayor and Hermione, she's the queen pen now, you know, she says the men are the gangsters, but the malls, you know, we use our wiles, which, you know, it's just their girlfriend. Cunning, hand on the elbow, whisper in the ear, we managed to get things done behind the scenes. And but you should I understand you're protecting Archie. So now we got Betty's like, okay, gotta get more aggressive, Kev, on your you know, getting on your screen time. You don't know what she knows all the tricks as Black Betty. If she could do it herself, she would. If she had a Kev mask, she'd take care of this. She'd have chick whistling. <laughs> so anyway, what's he hiding? She's like, I got a plan. Here, do this. So he's been missing your cute face, he says. He just got tested for the first time. It was pretty intense, but he's negative. Congrats, cowboy. <laughs> That's a milestone. He's like, do you get tested? We I mean, used to go every week. Every week! <laughs> that seems like a lot. Um, but he picks up on the fact that Kev's talking to somebody else. Kev's like, I said, I'm out. Just slams this thing down. He's like, you know, he's the and first the, As small a town as this is, the odds are very high That's Kevin a, would just run into chick somewhere. That's a And he, like, hangs out with Betty all the time, too. And he's always stalking Betty. Like, do they not think at some point he's going to see Kevin? Like, right, yeah. It's like, you wouldn't probably need to use the... Uh, also, with internet. the whole cam model thing, don't they pay to interact with the cam model or something? Like, you want Betty, that's the spinoff. That's the extra stuff you want. Did Betty pay for Kevin to catfish her brother? Yeah, who's yeah who's paying for this? <laughs> I want to know the financial <laughs> records <laughs> and what kind of Patreon profits we could make by talking to our fans. Oh, I thought you were talking about with our shirts being, on. Uh, <laughs> oh, we could be. We'd yeah. like, hey, who wants to talk? Oh, <laughs> we're only going to talk about Riverdale. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you get some FaceTime with us, we're going to be like, okay, on the latest episode. So Archie's trying to tell Jughead. To Private one on one Riverdale conversation. <laughs> 99 cents the first minute, $86,000 every additional minute. So. And we're giving this away for free. We're dopes. So Jughead's like, I can't say anything about Pops because his mom's still alive somehow. So, Josie's trying to brunch, and Archie's interrupting her. She was kind of rude to him. He's like, my dad is seconds away from running for mayor. Can't you get your mom to talk? There's a lot of mayor stuff here coming up that's great. So, we want to kill his buzz without getting into the shady stuff that's involved in marrying. Just take the the shine off of it what all the glitz and glamour that we all from the outside looking in we all get the buzz <laughs> right, from, from 
from the the good the good parts. It's not. All right. We all know that. It's not. I'm assuming as you found out, it's not all ribbon ceremonies oh, and catered no, affairs. No. No, it's filling potholes, you have collecting like soup dinners. That's about as high falutin as you've got. Yeah, that's, that's Do you have to fill so potholes and collect trash? I assume that's you oversee this. Or yeah. At least make sure that it, the funds are allocated. For yeah, exactly. Stuff. Right. Right. And if you think you can run this town, you know, you, that's fine. But there are uglier aspects: crime, poverty. I'm sure threats, threats constantly. Oh, the you know, I'm assuming you guys have your own black hood out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. You might be the people's shining hope of Riverdale, but you know, say you do win, they're just gonna turn their back on you. I assume everyone's turned their back on you out there yeah. a time or two. Yeah. When they, it's smallest thing goes wrong, when who you gets the blame? With an iron fist, sometimes they don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, like Negan and the Saviors. That's what you should do. Exactly. Out there. <laughs> Try to save you, people. <laughs> Why do you have a bat? They're all standing along. <laughs> <for> my coaching. <laughs> I'm also a goat. They're like, well, you're kind of threatening there, standing there with that bat. It's I was like, literally standing in the front yard this evening, like hitting baseballs. To, to the kids. They're like, oh people no, are, the bears got us! driving by. I was like, quick, everybody, don't, bat. don't speed. <laughs> she hadn't even gotten to the real talk yet. Let's chat about the pittance. This is the mayor's salary. <laughs> well, that part that I can relate to, yes. <laughs> I was just the whole time I was just clicking these screenshots. Like, this is all solid gold. I was so excited. Oh, yeah. Overly excited. <laughs> I was just, I was just You were just on the floor with yeah. your elbows down. Yeah, I was just like, oh my god. This is the best. Yeah. It's like, finally. Did it sway you in any way about re-election? Did it, did it? Did it galvanize oh, you? Are you two or did, years are, into a how long term? Uh, I'm basically filling the majority of a four-year term. Okay. So it'll be, I guess, it should be another, coming up then. Yeah, though. like 2019, I think, mm. technically, will be the end of the term. Well, if you need a design for your campaign flyers and no. buttons, I saw one that's not being used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so... This is, so Chick comes down. He's late for work at the Bijou. He says, Mom, late. Can you drive me? And she's sitting there with her daughters and her grandkids. And she says, Not right now, Chick. I'm with the twins. Take the bus or walk. <laughs> uh, so this again. When you're playing with your twins and one of your boys is like, I got a ball game or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> are you Say, like, you can walk. <laughs> you can walk. <laughs> I'm playing with these twins. Out, out there, would it be an homage carriage for them to hitch a ride? <laughs> well, I do live about 14 feet from the t-ball field, so they, they could technically walk, but that's too far. <laughs> They'll complain the whole time. So, the lodges are talking about the fact that there's been some questions about the ownership of the shop and that Jughead Jones may know and you know he wants to know who told and Archie's about to get busted but Ronnie takes the fall she doesn't want Archie out of the loop 
says, when we were at Shadow Lake, you know, I had to tell him something to get him off the scent. And somehow he falls for all this stuff. <laughs> I don't understand it all. Um, <laughs> this is distracting. <laughs> I was just trying to say something. Anyway, he says, Ohala. I think as he said, you two are right. That's what Ohala means, maybe. Or means okay, I don't know. Look it up. O-J-A-L-A. Ohana means family. Yeah. <laughs> was that a Disney reference? That, it was, yeah. I was leaving on Stay in Florida, Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need you I have anymore. taken over. We've got it covered. Disney is covered. Um, so it feels like every step that Jughead takes, he's, they're two, two or ten steps ahead of him. He's lapping me, he says. So, Skeet, good dad, says, if you really need me to give up the dirt on him, I will. He's like, because he paid me to trash the drive-in. And I'll, I'll tell that story if you need me to. He may not need it because he's got a, a secret call from the bus driver. So, yes, they go down the Riverdale bus terminal out of nowhere. Let me get Archie working out. He's always hanging on a bar or doing a push-up or something. Anyway, Veronica's mad Chick at him. should have been at the bus stop. Like, I'm supposed to be taking this bus. <laughs> and you're sitting there talking to Jughead. So, Archie and her are you in or whatever. Um, She's like, you, know, you were almost going to tell me about some of this Secret Lodge stuff at your confirmation when you guys were singing... Um, Bittersweet Symphony, walking down the aisle and everything. It's like he's like, well, now I want to know. Well, you have to talk to Dad. Perfect timing. I assume this is how you did it. You walked into the room and said, "I have an announcement to make." (laughs) (laughs) You two are looking at the next mayor of Riverdale. So then we get Betty. She's got. She's in now. She's flipped the script. And she is in Chick's bathroom. Because he, you know, used her water pressure. Yeah. She's going to turn about fair play. I'm taking your dental floss. So she's a little DNA. So he's like, uh, don't come in my bathroom anymore. Um, he starts talking about how they're going to love you forever. Love is finite. All this bull crap. Then we got Jughead at the... The bus station says, "Are you deep throat?" Says to the bus driver. Which, in the recap, the previously on Riverdale, they, they showed, showed Smithers, Smithers yeah. which he hasn't been on screen in you know a year and a half. Right. So it's pretty obvious who the secret last minute spy was. Right. So said, "I used to be someone else, obviously, someone who's privy to Hiram Lodge's personal affairs." He coordinated transportation. <laughs> He's in this big thing. Sometimes out to Shankshaw Prison. One of their least clever yeah. namings of something. Used to receive mail there for the warden. He's like, so they're on to the, that. They need to go out to the prison. So we're back at Thistle House. They're talking to Claudius. She says, ignore that person, Claudius. <laughs> Yeah, that was my favorite where like she just tried to ask him a question ignore that person yeah it wasn't like 
She's she's just like, how's it feel being back? (laughs) Ignore that person. I assume tonight would be family only. It's like, well, when I was a marine, I came upon the most wonderful island called Lesbos. And I was like, yes! It's all coming back. It's the most beautiful, natural place on earth, Michael. The island of Lesbos. <laughs> yes. It's no Monroe County, Ohio. That's right. Actually. Anyway, Nana Rose is immediately like, you're not leaving, are you? That place isn't that great. It's like, ah, oh, you can stay in a room over the garage, freezing in the winter, boiling in the summer, whatever. So anyway, Jughead talks to, you know, ice cream scooper Skeet. Two scoops. And they're going to go to Shankshaw. So try to call the warden. He wouldn't call him back. So that corrupt son of a bitch. It's like, do you know anybody? He's like, yeah. War baby. (laughs) My new favorite servant. (laughs) War baby. I love it. So guess what? Betty and Polly think chicks creep. (laughs) They come home. Everyone's on board with Chick being creepy except <laughs> yeah. for Mama Deers. Yeah. Juniper and Dagwood are not there. They're for a walk with Chick. He wanted to, wanted to take him for a walk along Sweetwater River. I was like, he's going to leave him there. Which there's, you know, Duck Creek runs through I Lower know, Salem. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm <laughs> how much, how much trouble is He probably couldn't Duck pay Creek those County. boys that take the girls for a walk. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll walk them to the ball field. That's about <laughs> it. How can you let a complete stranger take my babies? He comes back. He's like, it's fine. Troll hand that rocks the cradle type thing. They were fine all along. What do you mean? So anyway, we get to see War Baby. They want me to knock some heads for you? <laughs> they need intel. So Archie's really coming hard at Hiram about being a Dracula. It's like, you're a vampire <laughs> sucking up Riverdale and... You just want my dad to be your patsy. And the whole time I was collecting information in this book right here. That I'm holding in my hands very close to you. Right. The only copy of you. Yeah, I was like, he's going to grab that and throw it in fire right out of your hands. He's like, in 18 months, Riverdale will be crime free. This this is when it got very, like, uh, uh, political... For nowadays, like there was a lot of stuff coming up that had had to be be like you know Riverdale first, (laughs) (laughs) smallest safe town in America. He's like, anyway, whatever. So he's he's holding on to the book. They're having breakfast at the Coopers, always eating at the Coopers, so or kissing babies. So Polly's leaving, and she's not going to the farm like Chick thought. She's going to San Francisco. Well, he knows people in San Francisco. Drop me a note. And he cuts her out of the picture. So I mean, like, what symbolism? I'm cutting you out of the picture. So they got a call from the warden at Shankshaw. So the law just did, so they know. And Jughead's going to splash this all over the front page of the blue and gold. You can only buy so many newspapers. You can't buy the school newspaper, or so we thought. Not that I think they did, but whatever's going on with Weatherby, we'll get to that in a second. 
whether it be pulls up the next day in a nice Bentley. Yeah. What's the best thing that Jugget's ever written, according to Betty? And she says, Principal Weatherby needs to publish this right the hell now. I was like, what is happening again? The blue gonna, gold, it always comes blow back. blow the lid off. I mean, just like, who is reading this? Ever, I mean, they're all worried about it. He's like, unfortunately, this is not one that the blue and gold can print. It's not appropriate subject matter for a school paper. What has he ever put that was appropriate? I was like, ugh. Weatherby is the worst. <laughs> has he ever done, like, one thing in this show that makes any sense? No. Like Even when, yeah, no. <laughs> he maybe maybe it was the the personal touch when Grundy died. He came to the classroom. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, to the one classroom. We gave him threw him a bone there. So, <laughs> so they have to admit to Fred that they're gonna turn Southside into a prison, a for-profit prison. Yeah, built on the bones of a high school. So what have we been doing in Sodale? Building housing for people to work in the prison. I don't know that this was the scriptwriters. I don't. I feel like originally this was not what yeah, was happening. Yeah, I feel happened. like you know they built it up for a year of oh, the plan, the plan. It's like what's the plan? Oh, okay. <laughs> We're building a prison. So. Isn't there a prison apparently within a short drive yeah. distance? You know, is are we moving War Baby closer to home? So anyway, Fred's out of there, but Archie's staying to hear what's up. Now we got big announcement that since Fred's not doing it, Hermione's going to run for mayor. Meanwhile, you know, Fred gets his buttons that he can't use anymore. <coughs> and Claudius and Cheryl's mom are talking, and there's like, you know, we got to take care of Nana, and then we got to take care of Cheryl, and Cheryl's listening. She's freaking out. Riverdale cannot succeed unless we take care of them. So, so what, who is Claudius then? Is it is it it's Clifford, right? I assume that it's not, but All right. I mean, did we we had a body that didn't we? Yeah, that was Claudius. <gasps> Strong Claudius oh, up in the barn. Oh my God. Waited till the investigation was over. All of a sudden, he comes home. That is that just is, Riverdale enough to work. That is some next level mayoral thinking. That's what I was just going to say. The, what we needed. Wait, do you have this plan in the back of your head? Huh? To dispose some blood relative <laughs> if you ever need to? <laughs> Jordan, you're not, you're not ready to run with the political big dogs here. <laughs> There's a lot of pieces moving around. <laughs> Wow, you just blew my mind because they know that that has to be right. That would that would be that's right because like they had that scene where he's like, yes, our family or whatever, and I'm like, okay, so that's obviously supposed to be Clifford, but yeah, the only way way it makes sense is if this long lost twin, he found him real quick and strung him up, went into hiding. Jesse's out there. You're there's a new bar. <laughs> well, got, we ruined Westworld way ahead of time. Yeah. Now we've just ruined the That's Riverdale. The awesome Riverdale. twin switcheroo. Man, it's so obvious now that it can't unsee it. Okay, so Betty confronts Chick. Why, you know, I took, by the way, I've got your DNA. Could he be the Black Hood too? Let's tie it all together. Yeah, totally. It could be. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, he could be. He, he had nothing else to do. Yeah. He, he, could, he might as well have been running around black hooding it up. Sure. Somebody's going to have to go like back and do the math on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, some, for some reason, you know, this is ridiculous. Hiram's like, you know, you got to trust me. You know, prison, this is the way it's going to solve everything. He's like, uh, and we got to do something. It's been in my family, going back generations, sign of loyalty, and gets a big knife out. And, you know, cuts his hand. Archie cuts his hand. I'm like, what is going on? I, this is disease. See, this was dumb, but I don't know if they were going for this, but I think, I, to me, it was like, you know, he, Archie kind of went to the dark side or whatever in order to protect Fred, right? right? Like, you know, he, he, he kind of got Fred out of the situation yeah. and kind of convinced them to let Hermione run. But, like, in exchange for that, he kind of had to sell his own soul to the devil to kind of like protect that. his dad. And I was like, I can, I can get with that. Like, it makes gives Archie a little bit of, uh, you know, it's like... It's kind of the reverse of, you know, like, FP kind of did that for Jughead, yeah. you know, like, I'll go back to the Serpents to protect you or whatever, so. I, yeah, I, I that's good Archie stuff. I don't know stuff. that they yeah. did it that way, but I don't know. that I, if I, I tried to interpret it that way, and I kind of dug it. Yeah, so he drips blood on the, on, on the, uh, all the secret information he's been keeping, and then they throw it in a fire. Traditional ceremony. I, I assume that's like, isn't that how they swear in a mayor? Oh, yeah, you get your little diary. <laughs> And that you've been taking notes on the last yeah. mayor, and until you yeah, found a lot of information to get him out of office, and, yeah. Yeah. and set no. on fire and throw it in the creek. And just <laughs> 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 you spread it over the t-ball field. Yeah. There it was the lodges had won, and uh, and he said he said we come first. That's what Hiram says. So I, I felt. Uh, all about them. That's it. That was. That was... Yeah, I don't know if this season had been dragging a little bit. I think we are back to full steam. Oh yeah, Riverdale. Yeah, I think the last two episodes were like bonkers in the best way possible, and I was I was there for it. I, it was they were great. You were there in a way Cliff couldn't be. Yes, and we thank you for that. You didn't skate out trying to. Let's see what's coming up next. We got Primary Colors. Yeah, that should have been the name of this. Got somebody running. Remember that uh, movie, uh, John Travolta? That's right. It was probably about Hermione. Actual election, probably. Right, yeah. It says, in the aftermath of Hiram's plans, Jughead resorts to drastic measures to voice his opposition. You can't put it in the blue and gold, so there's got to be drastic measures. Tensions between Fred and Archie reach a breaking point. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. That sounds... We don't want that. Okay. Right. We got... Hashtags. Hashtag this is riveting. Hashtag hot tub time machine. Hashtag coach mayor. Or hashtag blow pads. Man, I like three of those really well. <laughs> I think the obvious one is blow pass, but Coach Mayor's I don't know. I really like I like that, but I, I like the hot tub time machine reference too. <laughs> I think Jesse will go, Oh 
Yeah, but we need Jesse to listen to it right away. We yeah. put Time Machine in the title. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you go, what? He gives a, give a Scooby, huh? Yeah. Well, we surprise us. We, you'll surprise us when you write up the intro there, what hashtag shows up. All right, so coming up very soon is going to be our landmark 100th episode. So please wow. come back for that. We're going to try something we've never done before. Has he actually been working on it? Or did you just I give sent him stuff? the pertinent information. Right. We all know what we're talking about. We're More than a week ago. And then More he, than a week? And then it would he, take months to do that. Well, well, I sent him the the first information like a month ago. Okay. So he had all the coordinates. And now, then I sent him the order of the coordinates last week. Okay. And he said, I don't know, guys. I'm going to need a couple weeks Does of prep he have time. a week off or something? Because I think that would be... It just cracks me up that you guys are being so vague about something only <laughs> we probably care about. No, everybody's going to care about this. <laughs> so, anyway. yeah. He's had a couple weeks prep time. Man, I... He's still asking for more weeks prep time. I'm so... Okay. Anyway, stay tuned. It's going to be a celebration. <laughs> And we're going to do a contest as well. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. For the 100th well, episode. Go with that. Or I know yeah, we're, we're going to do some liking like, and sharing type thing like with the t-shirt. We, we've got some new SoPro comics coming out, and we're going to do a comic book prize package to one of the fans out there in a random drawing. You guys are going to love it. All right. As always, I am the ever-so-tired, illustrious Michael K. Easton. I am Jordan Tossum. Filling in for Clifford Blossom Barnes. I am Jared Lowe, who has dreamed since I was a little child of both being the mayor and being on this podcast. <laughs> There's only a very few people that can say that. <laughs> uh, Seth, bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Life is cruel, life is cruel.